Are you ready? Yes, I am. Then let's take a walk. Welcome to Two Redheads Walk Into a Podcast. I'm Dallas. And I'm Lori. Welcome to Coffee versus Tea Part 2, or as I like to call it, Deja Brew. Because yes, we have covered the topic of tea before, but now it's time for a deeper sip as Dallas comes to you from the Dandelion Tea House and Apothecary for some delicious conversations with the owners, Kat and Marianne. Will they be able to change my coffee-loving mind? They're certainly going to chai. Step right up, because here we go. Good morning. Good afternoon. Or good evening, wherever you are in the world. How are you doing today? I'm pretty good. I've had my cup of tea this morning. (laughs) (laughs) I'm ready to tackle the day. Awesome. I have had my cup of coffee and I'm thinking I need a second one today. I need that extra boost. The caffeine conundrum. Yes. How much is too much? How much is too little? And can you even get it from tea? Oh, which you can. You can we definitely found out in our last episode. Yes. Go check it out. Episode number three, <laughs> coffee versus tea part one. Yes. And this time we're going to expand on some of tea's benefits in an effort to lure Lori to the tea side. And to inform our listeners of the maybe unknown benefits of tea. Yes. Both in the the drinkable tea, but for our interviewees today, Kat and Marianne from the Dandelion Tea House, they're going to talk a lot about tea's benefits for skincare and body care. And I am very excited about that because I see it in my products. I see the green green tea extract everywhere. Mm-hmm. So I'm ready to learn more about that. Yes. So let's get started. Welcome to our guests today from the Dandelion Tea House and Apothecary. I am joined today by our first guest, Kat and Marianne. Excellent. The owners of this fantastic place where we're actually broadcasting from today. So thank you Yay. so much Yay. for allowing us to broadcast here. Thank Absolutely. You. Yes. You my, thank you. Know, you. My nice to tea. meet you. Nice to meet you too. It's going to be fun. <laughs> yeah. So if you guys would give us a little bit of background of how you got into tea or how you got into the dandelion tea house in Apothecary. Yeah. So tea kind of came naturally. I started a natural skincare business and tea was just one of those things that kind of goes along with natural skincare. And um, it was all herbal teas and herbal health. So we could integrate ingesting the herbs along with using it on your body as well. So that's kind of how I got into it. We kind of got to Dandelion Tea House when we found out that a Vancouver Downtown Association was having a competition um, to open a brick and mortar. And we decided to fill out an application and we became a semi-finalist, found that out. Mm-hmm. And then found out I was a finalist after we long... <laughs> process of doing a business plan during COVID and being sick in bed. And I was on the East coast still. 
Oh my oh, goodness. Yeah. So I would write something, you know, in a delirium, send it to her and she'd be like, mom, what are you writing? <laughs> and I'd try to make it coherent. Yeah. yeah. So between the two of us, we got the business plan done. They gave us an extra month. And I knew when I was one of the three finalists and we had to give a presentation, I thought, you know what, this might be. And so I found Dandelion Tea House, the like, space, the, space, the mm-hmm. week before I had my presentation and because I'm, my background is in interior design, I was able to draw up a plan and that really impressed everybody. So, okay. We'll have to show you the drawings. It is what downstairs looks like. Yeah. The front It's exactly what downstairs looks like. That's fantastic. Yes. We definitely want those drawings. Yes. That is a great story. To share them with people too. Yeah. Because preparation, we just talked about this a lot. Yep. Preparation is a huge selling point for a lot of things. Yeah. And then the other component is that. Catherine's youngest sister, my youngest daughter, and her friend was, you know, 25 or something. And I and, was still in living in Philly. Yes. And <laughs> she didn't have time to do. Right. Anything. And then somebody's not going to give a lease to an 18 year old. I mean, it's just, you know, <laughs> and so it really wasn't. And so Addie, you know, between then and now has become very ill. And this is kind of a place that we really want to have for her and her community. So, Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. So excited to, to be here. Yeah. yeah. It's almost been two years now. I know. We've been open. Okay. Yep. Hey. Yeah. So and to survive during COVID, what a great story. Yeah, yeah. it was. <laughs> it was interesting. Yeah. We did open right after in May of 2021. So it oh, wasn't okay. like, but we found out we won in the middle of 2020. Yeah. So yes. it was interesting. Yeah. It's been right. an interesting process, but yeah. it's been fun. It's one been a lot of a ride. Fun. Yeah. <laughs> one heck of a ride. Yes. And lots of learning opportunities inside of that though. I mean, oh my you know, gosh. How to deal with all of those different variables as they come up through yeah. all of that. I think the, we're going to be okay from now on, now that yeah. we've figured this out. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I, I think so. Things are looking up every, every day. Which is great. So, yeah, it is. Okay. Okay. On to the questions. Now, I am a diehard coffee drinker, but I do drink tea occasionally. I'm not anti-tea. I'm just pro-coffee. But do you guys drink coffee at all, or are you strictly of the tea side? I do not drink coffee. So when I, years ago, <laughs> had my one of my first design clients up in Seattle, I drove up there, and they served me coffee on their silver tea ser- or silver coffee service. And I had coffee for the first time. I was so sick on the way home. Oh no. (laughs) (laughs) So I have not been back to coffee since I was, you know, in my twenties. So I'm happy with, happy with tea. Yeah. I did not have a good experience with it. I didn't know that. Yeah. (laughs) I I drink coffee. I don't drink it as much as tea because I'm in the shop every day. And we don't have coffee here, but (laughs) on the weekends, on my days off, I'll have coffee or if I'm out. Mm -hmm. Do you have a favorite flavor or is it just straight black coffee? I like black coffee. I like all of it. Mm -hmm. Lattes. Lattes. Yeah. (laughs) Mochas. Yes. Lori just found a new one. What is it? Well, yeah, a new new version. I love the Dunkin' Donuts Dunkachino. It's half cappuccino, half hot chocolate. Ooh. I heard you talking about that before, which yes. is the liquid donut. And this last time, it's my kids, my half kids sugar wanted donut and half yeah. coffee, half sugar <laughs> and half sugar. 
That's funny. <laughs> we were out with just the whole family and my kids were like, can we get donuts? Cause we don't normally stop. I'm like, yeah, sure. I'll, I'll splurge and get a drink. And I, it was afternoon. It was a little bit warm. I'm like, they would, they said, oh, would you like that hot or cold? And I'm like, cold. Well, that sounds interesting. Let me get it cold. So now an iced Dunkachino is my go-to. But we don't have Dunkin' Donuts here. No, we do not. Which was a shock moving back from Philadelphia. I didn't Mm -hmm. know. I didn't realize until I got back here. Right. Oh, you're probably used to Dunkin' Donuts and Wawa. I lived across the street from Dunkin' Donuts for like Uh three years. It was very convenient. It does the job. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yes. This is a body by Dunkin' Donuts here. (laughs) (laughs) Mine was a block away. I would say that I would walk, but no. (laughs) (laughs) Well, they have a drive-thru, so. We used to have Dunkin' Donuts here. Not anymore. Nope. Did we? Um, and they yeah, say we did. their slogan yeah. is "American or America runs on Duncan." Not in or, not, not in Oregon and Washington. <laughs> I guess oh, we're not no, part of I'm America. Sure that's going to be a story later. Yeah, <laughs> I'll have to look into that. There you go. I'm curious now. There you go. The lack of Dunkin' Donuts. So you talked a little bit about how your journey started in the natural skincare. And that's where I'm just super excited to find out about because that's that's my jam. Hair care, skin care, all that stuff. So what are the benefits of tea, whether in skin care or hair care? Do you want to answer I'll that? answer that. Okay. okay. So we're not medical professionals. Of course. So yeah. so we're going to stick that. Just preface with that. So all the different types of tea have different benefits. As far as hair and skin, green tea is definitely the most beneficial for skin. It's super anti-inflammatory, especially matcha green tea powder, which contains up to 10 times more antioxidants than regular green tea. Yeah. And we're we're working on a facial scrub with matcha. Working on meaning I've been sampling it for a long time (laughs) and I love it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So it's not quite there yet, but- we're working on it because we, well, because we really wanted to incorporate, you know, we're a tea house. So incorporate the tea into a skincare. Mm -hmm. We have an Earl Grey soap. So that has actual Earl Grey in it. So really nice. Yeah. It's a really nice soap. (laughs) (laughs) It's for tea lovers. So (laughs) British. Well, I've noticed a lot of my products do have green tea or green tea Mm -hmm. extract in them. Mm -hmm. So and even hair, hair products. Yeah. So I was just like, yes, get some insider scoop on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So green tea is great for skin. White tea is also super antioxidant. Uh, it's also good for the teeth. It helps strengthen them and protect from sugar damage. And black tea is really good for inflammation and it helps support the immune system. And then obviously herbal tea or tisane, as it's sometimes called. All different types of herbs can help. Do you know the origin of tisane? Yes, it's a French word. Do you know where it, what it comes from? It means smashed barley. No, it doesn't. Yes. No, I looked it up last I night. I looked it up too. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Okay, so we have a debate. Okay, we, have, and we do have some French followers. So, okay. okay Kat, so, what is your definition? My definition is a beverage made from an herbal infusion. Right. But the origins of it from the 15th century, it literally meant smashed barley drink. Yeah. A drink from barley. And then they just started incorporating herbs after that. Ah, Anglo-Norman. 
So I we will now put it out to our French contingent. Yes, there we go. <laughs> You're going to have to get a, to Tell Instagram us. on us and let us know. Yes. Are both correct? <laughs> and I think and we are both correct. Yeah. Please. <laughs> yeah, I think we're both correct. Because, Makes sense. Yeah, but I, I, want, I always like to know like the original origin of a word. Mm -hmm. So I always try to go back to find the, you know, first use of it. And right. that's what I, that's what I read about. Excellent. Okay. Hey, what is the difference between loose leaf tea and the teas that you get in tea bags, or is there no difference? Oh no, there's, there's a, a huge difference. So, the first thing is when a tea is in a tea bag, it usually it comes from the like the tea dust, so it's kind of a lower quality. So when you have an herb. You want to keep it as whole as mm -hmm. possible until right. you're ready to use it. But if you start grinding up an herb and and then put it in a tea bag, now you've created this dust and the benefits of it are kind of like floating in the air. When you have whole leaf tea that you can put in a strainer, the strainer gives more room for the herbs to expand and for the water to infuse more with it. Also, you really can't leave uh, full leaf tea in a strainer for a very long period of time because one, you're going to get a very bitter flavor. Um, and two, you are going to get a lot more of the caffeine. So sometimes there are times when I have a full leaf tea and I'll have a second cup and then I'm like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Now, there are some really nice brands out there that you can get in the grocery store that we don't like to talk about, but we will, um, <laughs> that are that are full leaf tea. And always look for the full leaf tea. The ones that have the kind of powder, the dust, the benefits aren't really as great. That's, that's the, the main difference. That's the yeah. main difference. Excellent. And just being able, the leaves being able to move around in the strainer versus stuck in a little bag, mm -hmm. you don't mm -hmm. get as much from it as you would. And if people don't have a strainer, you can use a larger bag. You could use a muslin bag. You, you can, can also just put it right in. You the can tea put it in and then strain it. it. Yeah. Yes. So you get the full, and we have a lot of tea drinkers that come in and they're like, oh, just, just put, put it, it in the just water. Just put it in the water. Exactly. Yeah. My One of my friends is from China and the first time she did it in front of me, I was like, oh my God, what? <laughs> she just threw the tea right in. It yep. was a nice Rubio tea. She threw it right in. She drank the whole thing with the tea leaves with it. Yeah. I was like, okay, mm -hmm. cool. Well, it's good for you. You know, the, the leaves are good for you. So when you drink matcha, you're drinking the full on green tea. Mm -hmm. And I think matcha is a little bit different. Matcha is a powder. Mm -hmm. But they grind it up in a specific way mm -hmm. so that you okay. still get all the benefits and it's still mm -hmm. all contained in that powder. It's like a concentrate mm -hmm. almost. Okay. Okay. Matcha, it's going to take a while for me to get there. Well, you have <laughs> to try have our matcha drinks. You have to try you our matcha, matcha drinks tonight. This, yeah. yeah, this week or this month is pistachio matcha. It's my favorite one. It's oh, so okay. good. It's really it's good. So you good. have me a pistachio. So <laughs> I <know>. Forget <laughs> that. I'm drinking it from just the pistachio. I think I can get past the matcha then. And Kathy makes all the syrups that we use. She makes them fresh. Mm -hmm. oh, so, okay. yeah, yeah. So there's not like big coffee chains that have a ton of sugar in them. What is the difference or is there a difference between a non-organic and an organic tea? What Sit. have you guys had to deal with in finding your teas? All of our, All teas, of our are teas are organic, organic. We and, they're, organic and they're certified organic. Okay. And 
The certification just means that it's been approved by a third party. It's been tested by a third party mm -hmm. to prove that it's um, organic. The benefit of organic. So it used to be, I would say about 10 years ago to buy organic herbs. They weren't that great. The quality wasn't there. Mm -hmm. I used to buy organic essential oils years ago and they just smelled horrible. Yeah. And you want your essential oils are supposed to smell really good. So yes. I kind of, for a while, I stepped back away from, even though I try to have as many or, um, organic ingredients, but what I've found over the last, particularly the last probably five to eight years is that the organics are really, really good. You do, you're not worried about any kind of chemicals that are compromising the flavor mm -hmm. at all. Okay. And so we think that they have a better, it's a better flavor than. So people yeah. usually say that the non-organic teas have a stronger flavor okay. because the chemicals and the pesticides and everything they use, they're used to boost the flavor of the tea. Mm -hmm. I guess I'm somebody <laughs> who likes really pure flavor. Like I, it's not even that it's pure. It's no, just, I just like a, yeah. Yeah. Well, but in, then in Japan Mild versus intense, right? Yes. In Japan, a lot of their teas are not, are specifically not grown organic. Just, that's just the way they do it there. Mm -hmm. But yeah, everything we have here is organic because we do care about, you know, not having pesticide residue and well, right. everything. Because you care you're about the apothecary as yeah, well. You're, right, you're trying right. to be focused on health. Right. Yeah. And we care about what the herbicides and the pesticides are doing to the earth. And, you know, so there's a lot of that okay. as yes. well. And another benefit of organic tea is that the soil health is better. Like we know there's no, nothing gross in the actual <laughs> okay. soil. That's good. Right. But, yeah. right. And, and then like, it can be used to plant other crops, mm -hmm. right. you know, that sort of thing without contamination. Yeah. Um, so. Which is good. Yeah. yeah. Which now, is good. I think the other thing that we had a question on as far as the technical side of tea is something we ran across called tea grading. Is that something that you guys have, are familiar with? Yeah, so I work with we learned a little bit about it when we were first, you know, learning about tea. And then we were talking about it more last night. So tea grading is the evaluation of based on the quality. So for black teas, the highest grade is orange pico. And we have a really, really good orange pico here called was it the golden monkey? Mm -hmm. I think it's the golden it is, tea. You have to try that one. It's so good. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah. And then the lowest grade of black tea is the dust that my mom was talking about mm -hmm. in the okay. tea bags. So that kind of gives you an idea of tea bag quality. Um, gotcha. Yeah. And so it's determined by how the leaves were grown, how it was processed, how it was picked. Every single aspect of the tea growing and processing goes into the grading. The highest quality tea contains only the buds and it's picked with just the fingertips there's no nail oh. no machinery mm -hmm. yeah just the fingertips. so it doesn't bruise the tea yeah. mm -hmm. and so there's the highest grade and the lowest grade and then there's a ton in between okay it's very involved well there's lots of teas to choose from and you guys are going for some of the higher end teas and especially with your blends and things like that so you know we've got a lot of tea drinkers here and Lori is slowly moving in that direction. <laughs> Join us. The more we can do <laughs> to bring her to the side. 
when she comes out to visit next, she will be here. <laughs> there we Maybe go. Maybe if I had a tea shop near me, but it's literally just coffee shops. Yeah. 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 That was the problem here too until we opened. So it was so funny when we, when I was talking to my husband about our, what we wanted to do and my partner. Yeah. And, and they both said, well, you're going to have coffee there, right? You're going to have at least one blend. We're like, no. <laughs> Tea it's does tea. not, it's tea. You There's don't... also 1 million coffee I know, shops. there's coffee shops everywhere. <laughs> exactly. There's no tea here. So we <laughs> wanted to really focus and be tea forward. Tea only. <laughs> tea only, yes. So how has that been going against fighting the plethora of coffee shops that surround us around here? I, mean, I don't think we feel like there's competition. Mm -hmm. Like we're our own thing. We offer all of the herbs and all the teas that you can't get anywhere else. And sometimes people come in here looking for coffee and I'd send them to get coffee or mm -hmm. they look at our menu and they order something that we have and they love it just as much as they would love mm -hmm. a cup of coffee. And, and we're really noticing people coming in and saying, you know, I'm trying to live a little bit more healthy lifestyle. And can you talk me through the teas? Mm -hmm. And we had somebody come in on Sunday who was loved oolong. And he was trying to, you know, switch from drinking other things to right. something that's a little bit more healthy. Mm -hmm. So that is my husband. He drinks nothing but water. He'll have four ounces of orange juice in the morning. Then it's just water all day. He wants to drink tea so badly to get the benefits. But he, <laughs> he has not liked any single tea. He doesn't like honey. So he doesn't want to add honey to it. He doesn't like sugar. So he doesn't want to add sugar to it. So he wants a tea that just tastes not like tea. Oh, <laughs> it's, it's tough. We, I keep sending them new blends of things yep. and we keep trying. We have a, we have a lovely apricot tea. So, and some more. <laughs> <laughs> I'll send you both types. Have Thank at. you. Yes. Do you ship? <laughs> we do. We do. Yes, we do. I shall be placing an order. Well, and I think tea lovers are a special breed of people, you know, mm -hmm. Well, it's, I would say that in America, yes, yeah. because in other right. countries, like everyone too, drinks, tea. everyone drinks tea. When but, I go to England, it's like, yep, no, yeah. you're the weirdo if you drink coffee. Right, right. <laughs> but I think here, people are always looking for something that's different mm -hmm. and we provide that. So we're happy to do that. Which yep. is good. You yeah. have a nice little niche yes, here. Yes, <laughs> we do. Now, how do you decide what type of tea blends you want to experiment with? That's... Do you specialize in one of the types versus another? For example, green teas versus black teas. Do you experiment with all of them? The teas that we make, the teas that we blend here in the shop are primarily herbal. We yeah. do have, we have our witch's brew that is a ancient a forest. Black tea. Ancient forest based. And then tea. our Earl Grey, we make that one here. Mm -hmm. um, the fig one that you love, we actually get that from a different company. And I have some bad news for you. It is, they no longer make it. Oh, no. I know. It is also my favorite. <laughs> and I'm like, I've been We're saving a little bit. Protest. I know. Can we figure out how to make it? I've been saving a little bit so I can mess around with it. But I think they <laughs> add some sort of flavoring. And we don't do that with any of our blends. Yeah. A we lot of the, the, and a lot of tea companies will add actual flavorings to their right. tea. It's not just like tea and mm -hmm herbs, but actual flavorings. So we don't particularly experiment with a lot of flavorings, but yes, like <clears throat> she came up with a lot of the, most of our primary herbal blends. And then 
each month we do a different tea mm-hmm. of the month. I had a dream about one of our blends and I just came in the next day and made it and it was great. <laughs> it was good. Yeah. Oh my yeah. gosh. And, and we're working on things come from dreams. Right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They do. And, and Catherine's working on and we're doing a Zodiac series. Yeah. So at the end of this month we'll have the first one out. Okay. I'm very excited. Yeah. Yeah. So that's going to be fun. That's going to be really fun. And those ones are not just herbal. So mm-hmm. the first one is actually black tea. Blend. Okay. Yeah. Right. So I think we just, it's whatever, maybe health benefit, like we've made an anxiety tea, a lymphatic drainage tea. Um, for lung health. A lung health. That's the one I dreamed about. Yeah. Because <laughs> I have asthma, yeah. especially at night. Oh, yes. Okay. So we really are trying to be health benefit forward, you know, and offering, mm-hmm. you know, we have a happy tummy tea and a sleep tea and mm-hmm. things like that. So, <clears throat> but those are mostly herbal. Yeah. What are some of your most popular blends that you have there? And are they like maybe towards the sweeter side or more towards the herbal side? What What do you notice is the trend right now? I don't know if there's really a most popular, probably like the basic ones like Earl Grey and... okay. Ancient, ancient forest is an ancient forest that's our favorite black tea so it's mm-hmm. it's a black tea and it's grown in this specific region in an actual ancient forest so all the plants around it oh. are super oh. super old mm-hmm. and it's just this one community that grows it and mm-hmm. processes it and the flavor is so smooth it is so smooth and buttery yeah and just not like any other black tea Ooh, I, love I like that one yes. yeah that one is sometimes hard to get if because they only pick it, you know, they only have a limited supply and we've had to wait up to four or five months to get it. Oh, wow. Yeah. So we yeah. try to make sure that we always have enough. <laughs> and on. there is with all of our teas, there's all fair trade. Yes. So okay. if it's only a certain like group that we can get it from, that's then that's who we get it from. Yeah. If they don't have it, they don't have it. Yeah. Yeah. Which is nice though. That that keeps your stock kind of fresh and, yep. and yeah. does kind of push you to do it does have new types it gets of blends. It's people hard. frustrated. There's yeah. there's uh-huh. a lot of people that love that tea that come in just for that. Yeah. And when we are out of it, they'd come in once a week and just be like, please tell me you have it. <laughs> we don't have it yet. Our supplier is out. I'm sorry. Yeah. But we do make we do make an herbal blend called our comfort tea, and that's a hug in a cup. That's our most popular herbal blend. That's our most popular blend. It sounds so sincere. (laughs) It is. No, it really. Well, that was right before COVID. Yes. Right. Or right right during COVID when I developed that (laughs) That one. And that's about right. (laughs) Chamomile, hibiscus, lemongrass, spearmint, rose hips, orange peel, lemon balm. So it's healthy and it's just also just comforting. Yeah. It's tasty. Yeah. It is really tasty. And then we have a really good green tea that people really like the Moroccan mint yeah it's mm-hmm. mint and green tea it's yeah one of my favorites mm-hmm. and it's then, really fresh obviously mm-hmm. all of our tea lattes those are probably the most popular out of everything because they appeal to everyone even non-tea kids. drinkers yeah and kids. and kids yes it is one of the ways that kind of tones down some of the the harsher yeah flavors on the teas and they're all on the sweeter side all of the the special tea lattes and stuff so okay. that always I, helps I, so I don't know what a tea latte is. Is that like milk tea? Is that somewhere? Yeah. Yeah. So okay. it's it's the same idea as a coffee latte. So it's just okay. a little bit of tea and then the rest is milk. And then, okay. yeah. And, and then the flavoring. Yeah. The, and then not the flavoring, the syrup. Yeah. 
Okay. I, I had a, I had a really good friend from Pakistan and she'd always be like, do you want some milk tea? And I'm like, sounds good. Okay. And she'd make, her, <laughs> she'd make it up. I never found out I was actually in it. <laughs> and then she's like, it's, oh, it's just milk and tea. I'm like, milk and tea, but how does it taste so good? When I pour milk <laughs> in my tea, it doesn't taste like, it tastes like I poured milk in my tea. She comes think, up with this delicious drink. Mm-hmm. I think milk tea is a specific yeah drink it is like it's not just... it's not general tea latte it's like a specific tea and, it and a has sugar and sugar in it, in it. Yeah. yeah yeah so one of the things i'm curious about i personally take turmeric supplements because i find that is helpful with my inflammation with my autoimmune disease and i know they run anywhere from 500 to 700 milligrams per capsule how does that compare to the teas that you make? Do you know those type of numbers? Are there benefits to the tea over the supplements? And what can you share about that? So I'll answer the turmeric part. So if you want to get the maximum absorption of turmeric, you Mm -hmm. should take it with black cumin seed oil or take it in a supplement that has black cumin seed oil in it. Or black pepper and black pepper, but, but the oil is what helps the body absorb the turmeric. Okay. So that would be the best way for just having anti-inflammatory drinks are, you know, pot of gold is good for that. Yeah. So that's a turmeric base and then it has cinnamon and cardamom in it. And then usually we do that one with almond milk and then Mm -hmm. some of our ginger infused honey. And that one is really good for Mm -hmm. inflammation as well as our um, sunshine latte, which has, it's similar, but it has green tea in it. So like we talked about earlier. So we don't actually know how many milligrams of turmeric are in because we don't measure the amount of compounds that go into, you know. And the turmeric that we use in our teas is like chunks of the root and not the Mm -hmm. powder. Okay. So it's hard to... Right. How much is in that again? Yes. Right. Okay. Okay. But the good news about it, though, Lori, one thing that I heard, which you were interested in before, is getting the turmeric and the ginger, because both of those have high anti-inflammatory properties. Absolutely. As long as I cannot taste the ginger. Oh, not a ginger lover. And I'm the opposite. I love that. Oh, how funny! I can't stand the turmeric. Oh, that's funny. I got. I got one of those little shots that they have it was turmeric no. those are too much those, those are, are too, too much, much. <laughs> but it yeah. was turmeric ginger and elderberries so i was like oh elder i love elderberry that'll that'll cut the taste down a little bit no. i was no. in the car driving and i shot glassed that thing <laughs> i had to pull off <laughs> on the highway <laughs> 75 miles an hour. I had to pull off the road because <laughs> so I was going to die. That's so funny. See, that's my, I go to the grocery store usually once a week and I'll get one of those and I'll also get a special treat and I'll do the shot. And then, I, then I get my treat <laughs> as soon as I drink. It's like, it's like hiding the pill in the peanut butter. Right. Kind of yeah, I, I just know. have to endure this terrible flavor. And then yes. I, could, I couldn't, I was, and I had nothing else. I like had, I usually have a bottle of water in my purse or something. I had nothing, nothing. else. I literally, oh I was God. crying. Oh. I was cry- I was like, do I have to call my husband to come get me? Do I need to call triple A? I was just, I was so unhappy oh. for 20 minutes on the side of the road. We went to it. We went to, for your birthday, we went to that um, really nice Asian restaurant and they use real fresh ginger ginger for um, their pickled ginger. 
I took some just by itself because I, I love pickled ginger, but I was like, whoa, it was so hot. Wow. Yeah. It was very fresh. It was yes. very fresh and delicious. I don't know how it was so bad because ginger beer, ginger ale, give it all to me. But like all of a sudden, just regular There's ginger. so much ginger in those shots. It like burns your yes. whole body. It, yes. That's yes. funny. Yes. Yeah. A little, little too much. I learned my lesson. <laughs> Yeah, there you Especially go. Especially if you aren't expecting it. That's that's no, I was expecting, like I said, a little bit of el- like elderberry with a little bit of a little bit of spice, but no, I was not expecting death in a bottle. <laughs> death in a bottle. <laughs> so something else I don't know that we brought it up in the the last episode. My rheumatologist was really specific about this when she found out I was a tea lover. Uh I have a problem with iron keeping my iron levels up in my body. And she was very specific with me about saying, do not take your iron near the time where you are drinking your black tea during the day. Hmm. And so what it is, is that uh, your black tea can interfere very significantly with your iron absorption that you get. So just a reminder for everybody who loves their black tea. And I would also say that any herbs that you're taking, you should probably run by your doctor just any to teas. any teas, any herbs that you're drinking, you should run by your doctor to make sure that it's not counteracting, counteracting. Thank you. <laughs> like what's the word <laughs> counteracting your words uh, are hard. Your, I know. I know. You. Yeah. <laughs> it's our new shirt next year. That's words right. Hard. <laughs> yeah. So counteracting your medications. That's really important. Like right. grapefruit. If you're, there's certain medications that you can't use any grapefruit or have grapefruit. Yeah, I can't have grapefruit. Yes. Yeah. And then there's also one, somebody who couldn't have peppermint for yes. some, for some medication. Right. One of my friends is, has an issue with um, fibromyalgia uh-huh. and it's one of her drugs that she takes and mm-hmm. no mint no whatsoever. Mint. Yeah. Nothing in the mint family. And also, either. and also so for that because there are some hidden mint families. There are. There. And also anything that is menthol like that, if you take homeopathics, you can't take them around the same time that you take your homeopathics because it will render the homeopathics not useless, I guess. Inactive. Inactive. Thank you. Words again. <laughs> I got them. They're yeah. In my brain. Okay, good. We, we have a, a thing for thesaurus.com. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> premium members. At this point, yes. we always stop. Yeah. There yes. you go. We can't remember. <laughs> That's funny. Speaking of things that we use to kind of with our health, and I think Lori is going to probably ask you a few more questions on skin and hair treatment and things like that. Is there any teas that you guys recommend with certain foods or pairings of certain kinds? So we haven't done too much of that, but last year we had a Girl Scout come in and she asked if she could do a, so we do a tea flight tea party once a month where we do flights of four different teas. And she came up with two different flights and paired all the teas with Girl Scout cookies. Brilliant. It was kid. she is brilliant. Really, she was she so amazing. Her, goal, her goal, her sales goal. She got to go to the horse camp. She got to go to Great Wolf Lodge. She got wow. a, a computer. Yeah. I know. Okay. Yeah. So Where was that when I was a kid? I, I know. Mine was yeah. just you sold the most cookies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we haven't really done too much, but that would be something we'd be really interested in doing in the future. I think, you know, pairing teas with, with different foods. And I think we talked about having one of my friends who is a chef come in and bring in food that we could pair with, Mm -hmm. with different teas and stuff that would be really fun to do. Yeah. We'd love to do that. So you mentioned a few of the ideas of tea 
in your skincare, hair care, additional products. What are some that you find are up and coming? I'm going to tell you one thing first before I answer that question, because I was thinking about this during our little break. And actually, I use camellia seed oil, which is of the tea plant. I use that oil in my in some of my skincare products, Okay, which is great. So it's another use of the tea plant. Up and coming, our best seller, um, of course, is the pain and inflammation cream. And that... <laughs> we're getting Dallas Dallas, is that the one we had in our Christmas episode? Yeah, I'm like their sub-seller now. <laughs> I've shipped it to about eight states. Yeah, I, th- I think that's the one we featured in Christmas mm-hmm. as a gift. Yeah. So, oh, I didn't know oh, that. Didn't know that's either. great. Thank you. Yeah, whoops, Thank sorry you. about that. <laughs> so it started out as a soothing muscle salve. It started out as a salve. And so I would um, infuse the oil with different herbs. And that all work very synergistically because I believe that, you know, what you mix together should, they should all complement each other. Mm-hmm. So then when we added the hemp CBD, it just amplified all those herbs and all those oils that, and essential oils that I use in the blend. It's literally our number one seller. Yeah. Wow. Awesome. That's probably the number one seller online that I keep getting repeat customers. And in the shop too. And in the shop. And yeah. in the summertime at the farmer's market. Yeah. Yes. Yep. So it's our, where I found it. Yeah. So it's our big, it's our big moneymaker. And then for like face care, I would say the earthly dreams cleansing oil. So when you're using a facial cleanser, you don't want to use a soap-based cleanser. You want to use a oil-based cleanser because oil Mm -hmm. attracts oil. And so that is probably the most popular and that one I made like 20 years ago and I've used nothing. Yeah. I've used nothing. I've been making skincare products for 30 years. So that's the only makeup remover I've ever used in my whole life. And you guys have great skin. So I I can see that it's working. (laughs) (laughs) Can I move out there and just work for you? Sure. (laughs) Sure. Come on out. Yes. Come on out. Yes, please. (laughs) (laughs) Bring my bestie closer. Yep. Absolutely. I make some very nice facial serums that have like hyaluronic acid in them and ingredients that help with fine lines and wrinkles and collagen. Collagen. We make a collagen serum and it's collagen from the sea. Marine. So it's marine based collagen, which has been really, really great. I'm not a big animal user. You know, I don't like use. No animal products. The only, we are not vegan because I do use beeswax and bees right. are, bees mm-hmm. are considered, um, off limits for vegans. So to some, not to, to all some. vegan people, because I'm, you're not to get the beeswax, you're not killing the bees, right. it's, not harming them. Either. No. And it's a, just a byproduct of bees what they do, yes. right, what <laughs> they do. So, um, and it's antimicrobial, it's anti-bacterial. Yes. It has all these great benefits. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I'm the, um, I'm the same way with, with skincare and stuff. It's like, I don't, I don't need animal products. I don't honey. Yes. Cause, and it's a yes. great humectant too, yes, oh my gosh, especially out here with the dryness. Yeah. So I just made it a concerted effort. Really. I started, my company is called gifts from the earth. And I started that because I was having a baby and I didn't want to put <laughs> anything on her skin that was going to be harmful. And, you know, you hear about 
talcum powder, baby powder, how dangerous that was for a long time. And, you know, what's in a baby oil, it's mineral oil. You don't want to put that on a brand new baby's skin. And, (laughs) you know, and mineral oil is baby oil. Baby oil is made with mineral oil. Yeah. I didn't even know that. Yeah, it was. I don't know now. But we're babies. How, well, how we survived. I know. I know. Right? I didn't know what my mom put on me. Yeah. So, you know, that it came out of the love of having a child that I really, mm-hmm. and then I just wanted to make skincare gifts for family. And then my sister became a nail tech. And, you know, so it just kind of like with everything in my life, it just kind of happened organically. I was an interior designer. I'm still an interior designer, but it just happened in a way that was just very organic and just mm-hmm. made a lot of sense to me. And it's been fun. And it's been, you know, I, t- I tell people that interior design and making skincare, they're the same thing. They're just a different scale. Mm-hmm. You know, you're, one, you're taking care of your external home. The other one, you're taking care of your external body. So it's yeah, a really interesting way to look at that. Yeah. yeah. So they, they mesh really well together. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then with the regular tea, you're taking care of your internal body. Yes, right? I exactly. know. Can you believe it? Inside, yes. outside, you got it all covered. We got it all covered. Now I'd like to go back to the oil, the tea oil. Yeah. It comes from the same plant that you said that you use in, in some of your products. Mm-hmm. I had never heard of that before. Yeah. It, it has become kind of a more popular oil over the last few years. And what was the name of that oil again? It's camellia seed camellia oil. Seed. Yeah. And camellia is the, is the plant, the tea plant, the tea plant. right? Yeah. So that's been a really nice oil. It has really great, we can use the better. I do not have a chemist degree. I am not a chemist, but I found years ago that I love baking and skincare is like baking. You follow a recipe, you create yes. a recipe mm-hmm. and you follow it. And then I have done, I've learned over the years, I've done all my research. I have a library in my workroom that is so extensive on essential oils and ingredients. And well, and you've worked with estheticians. And I've worked with estheticians on yeah. really important, you know, they need very effective products. And so, right. yeah, so it's been, you know, just one of those things that's kind of just, I don't know, it's just kind of natural. And I've things. benefited from it yes. greatly. Yes. yes. Uh, no you're, complaints you're the, here. You're literally the poster child. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> her and her sister are the poster children. Yes. Very nice. You can do things that you have no idea that you could do. And that's how I've kind of lived my life. That's how I've told my children to live their life. If you don't know it, figure it out. You can figure it out. 90% of the issues we can figure out, you know, we just have to apply ourselves. And so that's kind of my little secret is, and I love that, you know, I just pretend. Well, that's how, I mean, that's how you make art. Yeah. That's how you do anything. I went to music school and that's all it is. Yes. Is pretending. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Fake it till you make it. Right. That's actually, (laughs) that is those, those words are so true. And like, you do need some level of understanding of whatever you do. Oh, absolutely. But and you can get the knowledge from all kinds of different places, which right. other people, mm-hmm. we have the internet now, which she didn't have when she was starting no, out. Oh I actually did go to college and studied natural skincare. Mm-hmm. It was a mm-hmm. one year online course. And there's a school here in Portland that I took the course from. And that was very beneficial. It was more for my confidence level, I think. 
I kind of knew everything they were talking about, but mm-hmm. it looks good when you yeah. say you went to school for it. <laughs> right. I'll probably, yeah, it does. Yeah. I'll yeah. probably wind up doing like an herbology yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. course at some point. Just to, I'm sure there's so much to learn. Oh, there is Even so if I do it to learn. 10 years from now, there will still right. be so much yes. to learn. So much to learn. But, and I think one of the interesting things that um, you were going to talk about with us tonight was we had in our first episode talked a little bit about how important it is to have the right temperatures for tea and even the length of time that you actually brew your teas. Mm-hmm. And we covered a lot tonight about steeping the teas versus tea bags and things like that. But I think you were going to give us an expansion of yes the temperatures of teas and the types of teas even. Yes. I think- so you covered a lot of it in <laughs> the other episode, but uh, so there's six types of tea. There's more. It's more broad than that. But overall, <laughs> generally, generally yeah. six types of tea. So the first one is black tea. That's going to be the darker one, which you talked about. And that one's steeped at a higher temperature. And those leaves are picked and rolled. So they look kind of like long and skinny when you see them dried. Um, and then they are heavily oxidized right away. So that's what happens like if you cut an apple and it turns brown, that's mm-hmm. oxidation. Mm-hmm. So all of the teas are oxidized except for green tea. So black tea is oxidized immediately. And those are going to have a stronger flavor. You let them steep. We do ours for three minutes. You can, They say three to five or six, but tend to keep it on the lower end. And then the green teas... And that's at 206 degrees. Yeah, so just before boiling. For green teas, like I said, those ones are not oxidized at all. Sometimes they're rolled into little balls, like gunpowder, if you've ever had gunpowder green tea, or jasmine mm-hmm. pearls, yep. those are the little balls. Or they're rolled like the black tea. And those ones are a little bit lighter tasting, a little mm-hmm. more green. There's some more astringency in them. And you steep those for a little bit shorter. It kind of depends on the green tea, but definitely a lower temperature for those. Mm-hmm. So between 180 and 195 okay. for the green tea. And then white tea is very delicate the way they process it. So it's not rolled at all. So when you see a loose white tea, it's usually like bigger leaves. It that looks like a dried leaf. Right, right. Yeah. Like that you would see outside. Yeah. Right. Because the white tea is also the very tip of the tea plant, because I I know, Marianne, I think you had alluded to this a little bit earlier. It's one tea plant. Yes. And it's just So all of these are from the same plant. Right. Which is so cool. Which is where the oil comes from. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So it's amazing to me. I know. There's so many. And in all of these categories, there's so many different types of tea. And it's just the way it's processed, Mm -hmm. which is just so cool. So white tea... It won't get as bitter as green tea, so you can let it steep for longer, and it will have high level of caffeine if you do, but you do want to steep that one for a little bit lower. Ours, I would say the range is like 165 to 180, mm-hmm. so. And we do that one for like two minutes? No. Usually like one and a half. Some of them are longer, like the white silver needle, which if you don't know about that one, it's <laughs> from this very specific region in China, and it's only picked two to three days a year. That's oh, it. Wow. So it's super hard to get. And that one you steep at a low temperature for like five to six minutes. It's super expensive. It's super expensive. It's so, it yeah. is it's so like expensive. $14 an ounce. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wow. That's the gold leaf tea. Yeah. It is <laughs> so. the gold leaf tea. Yes. <laughs> and that one, I would say white teas taste a little bit more fruity, a little lighter. They're bright. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Mild. Then, yeah. 
oolong tea is the next one. And oolong can come from anywhere. All of these teas can come from anywhere, but there's different types of oolong depending on where they're from because mm-hmm. a lot of regions process it differently. And that can involve withering, shaking, pan firing, rolling, drying, and baking. And oolong is going to be lighter than black tea and darker than green tea. So it's kind of in the middle. And that's going to be, you can't really describe a general flavor of oolong because it's they're all so different. Many. Just, yeah, yeah, we have so one many. that is called the Formosa oolong, which is really dark. And then we have one called the Orchid oolong, which is really light and floral. <laughs> so it's just all over the place. They certainly run the gamut on that one. Yes, they, yes, do. they do. And then Huer tea which we only just learned about when we opened, when we were trying to figure out which teas to have. That is named for the region that it's from because the only place you can grow it is there and the only people that know how to process it correctly live there. So there's raw pu'er and ripe pu'er. So raw pu'er is just picked and oxidized and then it's left to ferment and -hmm. it can ferment for up to 50 years. And it's usually marketed based on the year that it was picked. Isn't that amazing? That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. I mean that. And yes, the flavors change for an ROI, right? Yeah. <laughs> so you may not get the one that is, picked, yes. you know, now. Yeah, <laughs> right. Not even in my generation. No, potentially. right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> they picked it. So that's a multi generational. Yeah, you know. So it's kept in the temperature controlled, humidity controlled room, and then it can be sold at any point. But wow, wow, yeah, fermented okay. up to fifty years. So that you can't describe that flavor either, because no. obviously it's different depending on how long it's well. Fermented. It's like a wine, you right? Know? It depends on how much I would imagine, how much water it got that year, how much right. sun it got that year, all of those different things. Exactly, and how long the fermentation was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we don't have raw puer. We have ripe puer here, mm-hmm. which it's everything is the same until it goes to ferment, and ripe puer is just put through a process that speeds up the fermentation. I don't know the exact process that they do, but they can try to mimic how long it's been fermented. But the flavor is not going to be the same, Mm -hmm. obviously, as if you just let it sit. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. So all of our puer is ripe. It's not everyone's favorite. No, it's not. It's kind of an acquired taste. It's very earthy. I like it. I like it too. Yeah, I really like it. It's interesting. And I've put it in a couple of our tea lattes Mm -hmm. and no one has complained. So oh, yeah, right. I think sneaking it in there so with other yeah, stuff. And the, yes. <laughs> kind of Lori, like we talked about last time where mm-hmm. Natasha sneaks in your cardio. <laughs> oh, sneaky cardio. Sneaky cardio. That's sneaky, what people have to do to me too. It's, it, I hate cardio. <laughs> you gotta sneak it in. Those are all the teas that come from the actual tea plant. Okay. And then the other category is herbal teas and herbs you can't describe a flavor. They're all different. Yep. They all taste differently. Mm-hmm. Yep. And herbal tea is not going to be caffeinated except for yerba mate, yaupon, and guayasa, which all come from different types of holly plants. And they're different because of where they're grown. So yaupon is the one that we have here okay. in America. Um, but those are the only ones that have caffeine. And they are. it's a different type of caffeine because it's not from the tea plant. Mm-hmm. And generally, it doesn't make you as jittery. Mm-hmm. It helps mm-hmm. more with like focusing your mind, which okay. is why it's in our Clear the Clouds blend. Mm-hmm. And isn't the one that's here in the United States, isn't that in the South? Yeah, that's it's grown in, in the South. Yeah. Okay. Grown that one Texas? is the Yaupon. Yaupon. Yaupon is yeah. grown in Texas. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Now I'm going to have to tell my friend Mallory about this because she's in Texas. She yep. probably has no idea. <laughs> yep. 
Like, yep, I yep. will tell her to go look for it. <laughs> we'll have a remote on site for her. There we go. Right. <laughs> yep. Recording from yes. the field in Texas. <laughs> I would love to see the plants. I would too. I've never I seen them. Really yeah. interested in She'd that. Be like all I think we grow here is oil. Yeah. <laughs> oil derricks. You mean we have plants? <laughs> what? Yep. Yeah. Field trip. Yep. Mm-hmm. Field trip to Texas. I have but to say, I'm... we got a lot out of today's podcast so thank you so much oh, for joining us Kat and Marianne I just I wish you all the best thank going you. forward thank you. being this great tea house and apothecary here in Vancouver I know I will be here a lot <laughs> <laughs> well good we look forward to we seeing you <laughs> and they ship we do <laughs> yes we do all of Sorry our teas are online absolutely we have a lot of regulars come in <laughs> Which is good. Yeah. You guys are going to build a fantastic yep. community here. Yes. And I think that is brilliant yes. that you guys are able to do that. Lori, did you have any last questions for our guests? I don't have questions. I just want to thank you that we were able to delve deeper into the benefits because, you know, she and I had this quick one episode, coffee versus tea, a couple pros and cons to each to delve deeper into the health benefits and learn more about that. So that I was really looking forward to that. And you guys gave us so much information and I'm really just excited to check out your shop online and see what I can buy. Yay. (laughs) We love it. Well, again, thank you so much for joining us today. Absolutely. Thank you for having us. And Lori, we will talk about coffee next time, I swear. <laughs> it was to wonderful know. to meet you both. Thank you so you much. You too. Yes, you, you too. too. And if you make it out here, come visit us. <laughs> of course I will. Okay, great. Right. Dallas, I have to say, I am so jealous that you got to go out and do this episode with yes. the Dandelion Tea House. I'm so jealous. <laughs> Well, it was a great experience. Uh, what a wonderful shop. It has some great classes as well on more benefits with tea. They also do some things with yoga and some other stuff. And of course, yes, I got some of the skincare products, which I'll send you. Hey, thank you. <laughs> and now that we're back in our studio space and out of the tea house, let's go ahead and get into our challenge for the week. If you drink tea, How about trying a new flavor cuppa? And if tea just isn't your thing, find an alternative way to add tea into your life. Check out tea in skincare or tea infused wine, or even to help freshen your carpet. We'll have links on our website to some great ideas. Thanks for joining us for our tea party at Dandelion Tea House and Apothecary, where I enjoyed some delicious brews and we drank deep of Lori's quality puns. Now that we've discussed our ideas, are there any recommendations about today's topic that you'd like to share? Drop us a comment on Instagram or become a Patreon member for special perks and bonus content. For a complete list of products, services, or other content mentioned in today's podcast, visit the links page on our website. Join us next week as we veer away from the relaxation and trek into tech. Tech rage, that is. We'll rant about the tech that's supposed to make life easier, but oftentimes brings on fits of madness. Let us show you how to identify this new area of psychosis and give you some tips on how to manage your response. I'm Dallas. And I'm Lori. For Two Redheads Walk Into a Podcast. The Two Redheads Podcast is for educational and entertainment purposes only. 
As with all our platforms and content, this podcast represents our own current personal views. These opinions do not represent those of any people, institutions, or organizations that we may discuss, mention, or recommend to our audience. At various times, we may provide reviews of products, services, or other resources. Any such reviews will represent the good faith opinions of the authors. You should conduct your own due diligence and should not rely solely upon any reviews provided by the authors. The products and services reviewed may be provided to the company for free or at a reduced price to incentivize a review. For more information about the disclosure of incentives received, please contact support at tworedheadswalkintofillpodcast.com. We are not licensed healthcare professionals, and our personal experiences addressed are what works for our bodies. None of what we say should be taken as medical advice. Please refer to your own physician for any medical needs and concerns.